Psalm 135. Praise Yah, praise Yahweh's name. Praise Him, you servants of Yahweh. You who stand in Yahweh's house, in the courts of our God's house. Praise Yah, for Yahweh is good. Sing praises to His name, for that is pleasant. For Yah has chosen Jacob for himself, Israel for his own possession. For I know that Yahweh is great, that our Lord is above all gods. Whatever Yahweh pleased, that he has done, in heaven and in earth, in the seas and in all deeps. He causes the clouds to rise to the ends of the earth. He makes lightning with the rain. He brings the wind out of his treasuries. He struck the firstborn of Egypt, both of man and animal. He sent signs and wonders into the middle of you, Egypt, on Pharaoh and on all his servants. He struck many nations and killed mighty kings, Sihon, king of the Amorites, Og, king of Bashan, all the kingdoms of Canaan, and gave their land for a heritage, a heritage to Israel, his people. Your name Yahweh endures forever, your renown Yahweh through all generations. For Yahweh will judge his people and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths but cannot speak. They have eyes but they can't see. They have ears but they can't hear. Neither is there breath in their mouths. Those who make them will be like them. Yes, everyone who trusts in them. House of Israel, praise Yahweh. House of Aaron, praise Yahweh. House of Levi, praise Yahweh. You who fear Yahweh, praise Yahweh. Blessed be Yahweh from Zion, who dwells at Jerusalem. Praise Yah. It's a hallelujah psalm. It started with praise Yah. And it ended with praise Yah, which of course is hallelujah in Hebrew. In verse 2 it says, you know, praise him, you who stand in Yahweh's house. Well, what's Yahweh's house? <laughs> he obviously does not have an actual house and uh, because he's too big. In fact, he created everything there is. So, you know, he existed before there were houses. But his house is you and I. And it says, praise him, you who stand in his house. How exactly do you stand in Yahweh's house? Is it when you come to church on Sunday? Um, is that standing in Yahweh's house? Well, yeah, in a kind of a way. But no, standing in Yahweh's house means being a part of the body of Christ, being a part of the fellowship of the saints. So you can be one of these people that says, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. And so in technically, you're correct because you can have faith in God without being in the church, but you'd actually not be standing in Yahweh's house because you would have disassociated yourself from the fellowship. But at the same time, neither is the building the fellowship. It's those who in their heart are a part of the body of Christ and believers. So for example, a Christian who's caught being a Christian in China and sent to prison, they're not in the fellowship of, on a Sunday morning but they're in God's house. <laughs> if you can see what I'm trying to say, well, it's the people like that, people whose hearts are connected. They're a part of the church. Those are the people who stand in God's house. In verse five, it says, I know that Yahweh is great. He is the Lord above all gods. Back then when the Psalms were written, of course, these gods were, you know, the gods of Moab and Edom and all these other nations. What gods are there today? I've written here, the God of self the God of environmentalism. <laughs> That's a big one, a kind of a sneaky one. The God of wokeness, 
You know, there were ways of thinking, ways of acting, there were cultures in the world. There were things like this and people worshipped them. They give their lives to them. They serve them. They're like gods. If there's something that's, that's consuming your life and you're serving it, it's probably your God. Hopefully that is the Lord your God. Verse 14, it says that Yahweh will judge his people and have compassion on his servants. We always think of judgment in terms of the bad stuff that happens. So God's going to come and he's going to sort out the good from the bad. Here it says he will judge his people and have compassion on his servants. We find out in the New Testament there are actually two judgments. A judgment that's for the good and a judgment that's for the bad. So the judgment for the bad is where he sorts out the righteous from the evil and separates them. But the judgment of the good is for the righteous. Those who are walking with him, he judges what they do and it's a judgment of rewards. So the Lord will judge his people, including you, and the things you've done that are truly for him, which are permanent, eternal, and lasting, he will reward you for. So it's a reminder to do things for him. Finally, house of Israel, praise Yah. House of Aaron, praise Yah. House of Levi, praise Yah. All you who fear Yahweh, praise Yah. So at the end, it's basically saying every type of person possible that knows the Lord, praise him, and that's a command. So sometimes we think a song like a psalm like this is just a happy psalm. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's actually telling you, it's commanding you to praise the Lord. Doesn't matter how you feel. In fact, something about praising the Lord will lift your feelings. So if you're down in the dumps right now or struggling, this is the time to praise the Lord because the Bible tells you to do it right here in Psalm 135. Regardless of your circumstances, Paul wrote in the New Testament, in all things, give thanks, including the terrible circumstances that you're in right now. So Lord, we do give you thanks today. Your power to be upon us. And Lord, I thank you that you've lifted us out of sin. You've delivered us into your hand. The power of sin has no Sin has no power over us anymore. The evil one has no grip on us anymore. Grace is at work in our lives. I thank you that the love of God is certain and surrounds us. Lord, we praise you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.